Hey, what's going on, my friends? This is Dave Sharp. Welcome to Wake Up Legendary. Uh, we have got another, another uh, guest that was on previously, and we are thrilled to have him back with us today, Zeb Summers. What's going on, my brother? What is going on? Not much, man. I usually do an intro, but I wanted to get you right in and, and just start talking uh, today. Yes, yes. Uh, and, and because yesterday we ended up going for an hour and I thought, well, gee, let me cut my intro down and I'll <laughs> save whatever I have to say personally till the end. Um, so you, we had you on previously before. Okay. Mm -hmm. uh, and for those of you uh, who um, have not heard you know, I guess more the longer version of your story, they could scroll back through our our uh, our wake up legendary shows and, and they could find that. So, but why don't you give us yep. the sort of nutshell version of uh, your story and, and what led you up to this kind of moment today, how you got started in marketing and so forth? OK, uh, I'm just going to start with this year, because if you want to hear my long story, you can go back to the last one. But uh <laughs> I've all, I've done a little side hustle pretty much my entire life. Always been a hustle like that. But at the beginning of this year, I had a side hustle. It was producing me about a thousand to two thousand dollars a month in affiliate marketing. I got laid off from a corporate career as an IT manager of over fifteen years of one company, and that that kind of woke me up, and it made me realize how much time I was spending in corporate America. So I instead of deciding to go back to corporate America. I made a decision. It was kind of a risky decision for me because I have family, single and family income and it, all the weight was on my shoulders. But I made the decision to do something for myself so I have full control of my time. So as a 45 year old dad, two kids at home, I was traveling the globe and I really was looking for a way to get my time back. So affiliate marketing was that I already understood what affiliate marketing is and was. So I decided to go full time and legendary marketer helped me with a lot of the education and a lot of that stuff. And it's, I'm also an affiliate to the legendary marketer. So I love affiliate marketing and now affiliate marketing is my full time career. So I've, I've had to focus on a few things. Uh, it was different coming from corporate world to online space and focusing on productivity was probably my main struggle at the very beginning because I'm so used to having my, my calendars filled up by admins and managers of everywhere else. And I had to do it all on my own. So that that's where I'm at today. I'm a full-time affiliate marketer. And I can't be happier. How's that feel to say that? It's awesome. It's awesome. And you know, my wife looks at me all the time and it's, she, she, she has the hardest time dealing with it. Cause I've always went to work and she's like, don't feel like you're doing anything. Don't feel like you're working or nothing like that, but <laughs> it is, it is what it is, but I can't be happier. I mean, it, it's, it's, it's been a fun journey. It's, you know, it's a scary journey as well. Cause you got all eggs and everything's in my hands, but that that's the beauty of it. And it was like that before that's kind of the interesting, yes, yes. you know, dynamic is it was really like that before, but, but having sort of, being in less control of our future for some reason makes us, you know, and what I mean by that is putting it in somebody else's hands mm -hmm. uh, for some reason makes us feel more secure. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's kind of a weird dynamic. Um, but here now you are in sort of total control and we're going to talk about how you've cut your work day down from eight hours now to about three hours here today in how you've sort of improved that productivity. But uh, 
you are now ultimately in control of of kind of what you do and even the yep. results that you get. And I think that's a bit of a a learning curve for those of us who come on to full-time entrepreneurship, particularly online, is to realize that, wait, hold on a second. I I I can I can be more in control of the outcome. Uh, and, and, uh, and, and it's sort of empowering once you, once you realize that, uh, have you found that to be the case that you've, oh. you felt more confident and more empowered over the, over the months? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, the fact that, like you said, you, you have the security of, of corporate America, you get this paycheck, you go to work for eight hours. You may not have to work for eight hours, but you're getting paid for it. And it's just mm -hmm. a secure paycheck every two, two weeks. Right. And then when you, when you come to work for yourself, you have to perform, but that performance, as you see, as you see the money follow what you do, your self-confidence, your skepticism starts to drop, your self-confidence starts to raise and everything just starts to fall in place. And it, it, it's, it's beautiful. I, it, it is, it, if anybody's on the fence of thinking about making that leap, you owe it to yourself to go into it and not go into it thinking about trying, just th go into it thinking about doing it. And I'm, I'm telling you, if you, if you, if you're consistent and you're disciplined and you take action, you will win. You will win in this game. I mean, I'm hearing you say that I've now talked to you a couple of times. Each conversation's actually been totally live in front of everybody. So it's mm -hmm. not like we've had a bunch of like kind of side conversations, but like, you're not a, you're not a overly kind of salesy guy. You're not a, you seem now that I, the more I get to know you super down to earth and it just strikes me that I think a lot of people think that they have to be a certain personality type or they have to be salesy or have an a personality. No. And it seems like you're super laid back, man. And you're, you're, um, you're, you're succeeding with this. And, and so what would you say to somebody who thinks that they have to be a certain, um, personality type or, have a, I don't know, you know, there's all these different stories that we tell ourselves. I don't have a story. I don't have this. I don't have that. Um, what would you say to, to people like that? And, and how have you uh, navigated maybe some of those internal voices that have said that you didn't have X, Y, Z, so you couldn't be successful? Yeah, it's a good question. And, you know, I came from years ago, came from network marketing space. I'm talking about early 2000s, late mm -hmm. 90s. So it was, yeah. That game is a little different than this game. That's what got me into internet marketing in the first place because recruiting and inviting, that's a whole nother animal. And I got that question all the time when I would build teams in that, in that space was, man, I don't want to sell a sell. I don't want to be come across as, you know, a, a sleaze bag or whatever. But what happens is there's people out there that are looking for you, right? So all you have to do is be yourself, be honest. Uh, I'm an introvert and a lot of people don't believe that because I have you I'm all over YouTube and and all over the show, social media but I just act as myself and I try to be as laid back as possible and one way I do that is I have a daily routine I wake up every single day at 5 a.m and I've been doing this over a decade mm -hmm. and I wake up I drink a glass of water I stretch I meditate I read 10 minutes and you know, I'll watch 10 minutes of a YouTube video of a motivational speech just to get my my day started in a positive mindset. And then I'll do a slight workout to get a sweat going. And I go to work and I've been doing that for for a decade. And, and that's rolled over from my corporate life 
to my online, you know, laptop lifestyle life or whatever you want to call it. And, and no matter what, there's always a person looking for you. So all you have to do is be honest and tell the truth and tell your story. We all have a story. It may not be the, the story that you're looking for because, but we all have it. So I just tell everybody, be yourself and people will follow you. As long as you're, you're there consistently, people will follow you. Yeah. Okay. So let's talk about this. You know, this, this headline strikes me as sort of powerful as a marketer, as a copywriter. Mm -hmm. He went from working, he went from working eight hours a day, you know, uh, you know, overwhelmed, uh, I would assume, you know, trying to slam at the beginning, it's sort of like, where do I do it? Just kind of yes. throwing spaghetti at the wall and holy crap, I got to make this work. And I, you know, the more I work should definitely equal more money. That that's yeah. what I think is a pretty common mentality. So tell us, talk to us a little bit about this evolution, this transformation in your productivity in going from what you were doing in the beginning to, to now sort of hacking your own system and, and cutting your workday down to three hours. What, yep. what does that look like? Absolutely. So at, at the beginning of this, when I got laid off in May, June, I decided to go all in. I was like, I'm going all in affiliate marketing, screw corporate America. And when I did, I was, I, I went in, I was working about eight hours a day, maybe 10 hours. And I found myself, you know, doing a little bit here, a little bit there. And, you know, just doing too much. And what I really wanted to do was I was like, man, I'm, I'm working harder and I'm not producing what I thought I'd be producing because I was working about six hours a week, bringing in one to 2000 a month, but I was working here eight to 10 hours a day. And I was, I wasn't bringing in what that should have been. So what I did was start focusing on productivity. And the way I do productivity is I write things down. Okay. So I, I use paper and a pencil and a planner. And what I do is I plan for the month. I have monthly goals and then I'll jump into the week and I'll try to fit what I have to do that week. And then for that day. So what I do is I plan from the month at a time weekday and I fit it into my hours. So I started out at eight hours and I was like, I wonder if I can chisel this down to six hours. And I went to six hours. And I just started being more productive with the hours I worked. So I, I started focusing on just money producing activities through a three hour window. Not saying that every day is a three hour day because, you know, if I'm, I'm working on some creatives or some ads or writing content for emails or whatever, that that might branch me off into to like a zone where I don't want to quit working. But, yeah, I want to focus my three hours on money producing activity. So those three hours for me are actually 6 a.m. to 9 a.m. And in my planner, I try to plan everything for that month that I have planned out fit into that window. Mm -hmm. Now, I might go live on TikTok throughout the day and things like that that aren't scheduled, but those aren't what I have to do. So that's how I chiseled it down. I use paper and a pencil, believe it or not. And another tip for anybody that's listening before I go to bed, I always have ideas in my head about things I want to do tomorrow, and I'll always write them down in a journal. And by writing this stuff down in a journal, it allows you to get it off your mind so you can sleep better. Because sleep, believe it or not, is very important, especially yeah. when you have to perform. 
as a as an entrepreneur or online business owner. So sleep is sleep is ideal, and that's one thing that I've I've learned as well is write down what what I'm thinking before I go to bed, so that way I don't have to think about it while I'm laying there in bed saying, oh, I got to do this, do that, do that. I already know I have to do it because it's written down. And then I'll take that journal and I look at it every morning. And if it's not on my planner, then I implement it into my planner. And that's 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 how I've went from an eight-hour day to a three-hour day. And I'm telling you, it works. And being productive through the hours you work, you can chisel down the hours you work uh, very, very low. I couldn't go no lower than three hours. I tried. I tried to do it for two hours, but three hours is that number for me. Well, no wonder your wife's one got looking at you going, what the <laughs> yeah. hell? There ain't no work getting done. You, you know, yeah. I'm you, done before she wakes up. She wakes up. I was just going to say, I didn't want to, you know, I don't know when she wakes up, but that would make sense. So to talk to me, can you give us some specific examples about what you were doing? I want people to be able to relate mm -hmm. to, to the specific kind of behaviors and the activities. Talk to me. And give us some examples about what you were doing before it during this these eight hour days or these longer days to where you were sort of kind of all over the place. And then what I'm going to do is I'm going to ask you after you get done answering that, I'm going to ask you, give us some examples of what these three hour days. But let's start with yep. so we can create some identification with people. What did these eight hour days look like? We, we already know your morning routine. So yep. I would assume that was the same. But yep. then you come to the desk, you sit down at the computer it's, you know, six or eight or whatever. And, and you're starting working and you're, you know, here's, this is going to be one of those eight hour days. Yeah, absolutely. So when I first started, I was like, okay, I'm just taking how many hours I went to work and I'm putting it into my home-based business or my <laughs> online business. Right. So at the beginning of the day, I would sit down. I didn't have nothing wrote down really. I had no plan. Uh, I tried to use Trello to keep track of what I was doing, but it wasn't working for me. And I would start off my day. I would, okay. I would open up, get response. I'd, I'd maybe shoot off an email and maybe I'd run around, run over here to YouTube. And then I would go down a rabbit hole in YouTube and I'd spend, spend hours consuming content instead of creating it. And then I go to TikTok, do the same thing. I'm, I'm creating, but consuming at the same time. And I'm wait, I'm not focused on cons creating content. I'm more focused on consuming and just, just jumping all over the place. It was never no structure. So that's, that's why that eight hour window probably wasn't very good for me because I wasn't very structured. And I, I would imagine most people coming into this space, you get overwhelmed, especially as a new person, you get overwhelmed with the tech, you get overwhelmed with the copywriting. Then you got to jump into advertising. And that's a real scary place because money just suck, gets sucked out of your account faster. You can blink. But yeah. you have to focus on money producing activities. And that's where I didn't. I was just all over the place and I would work for eight hours. And then I'd be like, man, what did I actually do? I might have created a couple of TikTok videos and sent two emails. But I was like, that's not eight hours of work. So that's what got me thinking. Uh, and it took me about a month to figure this out, uh, working on my own, because it was a big, big change from coming from corporate America to, to doing this full time. So that that's where I started. And I'm All sure right. people can relate. So, well, can you guys drop some some comments? Because both me and and Zeb, you know, they, they kind of come in, trickle in here on our interface that we're looking. But I want to I want to I want to see as many as I can. And I want to also go back and read them. King, she says, that's me. Uh, Addie says, and, and, and guys, look, 
it, it it's been me too. It's yep. been me in ebbs and flows. It's been me certainly when I first started. I'm you know, I don't know where to go. I mean, we didn't have we had more MySpace and Facebook was just starting to heat up back 10 years ago. Uh, so I didn't have when I started near the YouTube, the TikTok. I mean, my God. So uh so, so but now I struggle with it, Zeb. I'm 10 years into the game and I I mean email. Facebook, Twitter now, you throw politics in there, news. Yeah. I mean, I'm going, holy crap. Like I, you know, I got to really buckle down and it's, it is a app. It is an absolutely on purpose activity for me to say X out, X out, X out, X out, X out. You know, my phone stays off or at least on mute. So that's not going off or yeah. else you know, um, so we've all, it's, it's a, it's an ongoing battle. So now, and, and I want to say that to all of you guys listening, because I want you to know and realize that th it's not something that Zeb or myself has just magically now overcame. This is part of the show. This is part of the conversation. That's so important for us to be super clear about is this is not this company, this community, this show me, nothing that we represent is about one day you will arrive and it will all just be easy. And no, it's about constantly ebbing and flowing with discipline, ebbing and flowing with consistency, ebbing, right? It's an ongoing battle. And I, for me, that's what makes it fun. Yeah. Now, everybody yeah, that, you know, you have to kind of maybe learn to love it. Maybe it's an acquired taste for you, but uh, it, 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 it makes me feel more empowered because at least I'm in control of that. At least I, and you know, we do that with everybody in legendary too. We don't micromanage anybody. So, you know, we, you know, we've got all a players. There's no doubt about that, but you know, I believe that it's an empowering process to come to take ownership over your time, you know? So uh, anything you want to add to that? Because next I, I, I also want to know, uh, and if you do transition into then giving us, I'd like to actually know kind of this month, last month, whenever you could give us an example, what does a, a, a month goal, what does the week, and then how do you break that down into what I'm going to accomplish in a, in a, in a three hour day or whatever. Okay. I just yeah. like for people to be able to get some examples of kind of what you're doing. We know you're on TikTok. I've got your, I've got your, uh, I've got your channel pulled up. You guys can go follow them. It's just Zeb Summers. So you, anytime you want to follow somebody on TikTok, it's tiktok.com forward slash the at symbol Zeb Summers. Uh, and I'll even go and post that in the, in the chat if I can. Um, so we know you're doing this, right? Yep. We, we, we've, you've mentioned an email list. Give us some examples of what this, what this month combined down or, you know, down to this day, down to these, th or this week, down to these three hour days looks like. Absolutely. So uh, I'll go off a whim here, but I'm going to, I'm going to give you some, some, some things that I do exactly. Okay. So uh, I'm going to go back to something you said earlier. This isn't easy, but it is simple. So affiliate marketing is very simple. It's just the task that we have to do. It's not easy because you have to do work. You have to actually get out and actually do something and you got to do it consistently. You got to be disciplined about it. So when I, when I started focusing on productivity, one of the big things for me was, okay, what are my monthly goals? And, and, you know, 
just saying I want to make $10,000 this month. Okay. Now I got to back it up. How am I going to hit that goal? Do I have to send, how many emails do I have to send uh, every month or how, how many uh, sales do I need to make to get that commission? Okay. Maybe with legendary, maybe I, I got to do X amount of things in legendary X amount of things for click funnels, X amount of things to, to hit that goal. So that's, that's, that's like the numbers that I write down. Okay. I got to, I, I want to make, I want to sell this many things, this many things. So I'm not really selling a marketing, right? So I want to market this, this, and this, so I can get this many sales and this to equal that amount of money. So that's my monthly goals, right? So I know I have to send this many emails out, maybe spend this much money on advertising to play with uh, and all that stuff. So that'd be at the monthly level. And then at the weekly level, what I would do is, okay, I know I got to make X amount of sales to, to get my magic number at the end of the month. So every week I know I got to send out, you know, an email every single day, create maybe two YouTube videos or do a TikTok at least once to three times a day, uh, follow up with people in the comments, uh, I got to do all these things throughout the week. So I know I have to do this every week. Then I have to break it down to the day. Okay. So then I got to get real granular now because this is the magic. It's very easy to write the big goals for the month, the year, whatever. And it's, it's, it's not as hard to write the weekly goals because you kind of can just divide that by four and you have the week, but where the magic happened is the daily goals. And being very tuned in on those daily goals because those are what really matter because you have to be very disciplined to make sure you hit those goals every single day. You have to do it consistently and you have to take action. I tell people it's not about taking action. It's about taking daily action. You got to do this every single day and you got to be present because in this space, people are watching you. And the second that you, I do this all the time. I struggle with it too. I, I just remodeled a front porch uh, two weeks ago and I was off offline for like a whole week and getting back in the game. And I was like blowing me up, even though I wrote it down in my planner for that porch. I was I was off the I was off TikTok. I was off. Google, I was off everything. And it really messed me up. And I shouldn't have done that, but I did it anyways. And now I'm having a hard time getting back in it. Just like Dave said, he's 10 years in the game and he's still, you know, you got politics going and. It's, it's just a crazy, crazy uh, atmosphere out there right now to, to focus. So the daily task, in my daily task, what I do is, okay, I know I have to send this many emails and I like to write emails every single day and I like to write fresh emails. I have autoresponders going, but I have several lists and I have, you know, I might have 2,000 on this list, 5,000 on this list, whatever. And I like to send out broadcast emails and maybe just me saying, Hey, I, you know, here's some, some tips for the day, or here's a video I dropped. It's not, not really promoting those days. I, I'm, I'm looking for just to get in touch with my list. So that's one thing I focus on. That's like the first task I do for the day is write emails. And sometimes that can take me an hour because you, you have to really think about what you're writing. You don't want, you don't want to go hit them in the face and try to sell, 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 you're trying to build a relationship with your list. It's really hard with email because once you go into spam folder, it's hard to get out. And I've learned this over time. So I focus on email and then I'll do TikToks and I'll do the TikToks usually in that 
within that three hour window, I'll do, you know, maybe three to 12 TikToks, just knock them out. Boom, 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 boom. And I'll throw them in drafts. And then throughout the day, I'll just post them. Hmm. I'll do that too. So I'm not posting them in that three hours, but I'm creating all the content in that three hours. If I have a YouTube video I want to create, then I'll, I'll plan it out. One, one day it'll be like planning for the YouTube videos. So I'll, I'll get all the, the headlines and the descriptions created that I want to use. And then the, the, the next day, maybe I'll create the thumbnails or I outsource them to Fiverr or whatever. And then I'll, I'll put a day where I just do nothing but YouTube videos, but I always write the emails first. And, and that's, that's how I come in. I always know I got to write these amount of emails. I got to do this many TikToks. I got to do this many uh, YouTube videos. And I also do advertising and mainly on Facebook. I've, I've dabbled in uh, Google and I haven't went, went into the TikTok advertising yet, even though I have an ad account uh, and it's fully funded. I just haven't dabbled into it yet. But even Facebook, you know, you got to make sure you look at your numbers. You can't just start an ad then for then set it for $25 or $50. I, I do $50 ads uh, a day. So it, it can go crazy really fast if you have three to five ads running. And you have to pay attention to the numbers because you might have an ad that went rogue and you're, you're, you're spending four bucks, four bucks, an email address on an ad. And you're like, Oh crap, I need to stop these. So I, I do that every, I do that every single morning, but I also look at them in the evening before I go to bed because Facebook's finicky. Now I've learned this. Like if you just look at them one time in the morning, in the night, they might go rogue before you went to bed and then just burn up your 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 daily budget. So those are the those are the kind of things that I focus on in the morning, you know. And creativity, you know, I've been trying to outsource a lot of my creatives, uh, but I have a hard time doing that. I have a hard time taking myself out of the equation. That's one thing I'm trying to work on right now is trying to figure out how to to take myself out and kind of build systems where I can outsource. Like like I don't need to create YouTube uh, thumbnails. It takes me a couple minutes, but I can outsource all this stuff and probably get a lot better ones and, and, and things like that. That's what I'm, I'm working on now is trying to re remove myself from some of this equation so I can focus on more of the important stuff, like, like the email list and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, I wanted to show you guys something you had mentioned Trello. This is actually mm -hmm. a, a, uh, Trello is a, um, is a, is a, uh, sort of a, organizational um uh it could um uh, organizational what do they call it project they call it a kanban board yeah so it <laughs> so for us it's like a it's like a it's like a pro, uh, project management thing but yep. we we have we have a lot of stuff in here um like for example like we have a not started in progress completed for review on hold future actions right and you can create these different things. You can create these lists in different. We even would move clients through these sort of lists as we were working with them. But, you know, if you look at something like this, this is actually a checklist that if you, you wanted to use a tool like this, you could have this renew every day yeah. and, and kind of create yourself a checklist of things that you and then you just you check it off as you complete it and it'll show you. You know, I'm 21% done with my stuff for today, uh, you know, and um, and then it would would re up uh, the next day. You know, it would clear 
Um, and you could you could say, you know, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, um, and in and uh and, and use tools. I mean, I I I I notice and I paid close attention to the fact that you said that you use a, a paper and pen. And I think for a lot of folks that are listening, um, you, that's that's probably what you need to do because that's probably what you're used to doing. And more technology in your life may make you feel more overwhelmed. Mm-hmm. But for those of you who are tech comfortable, tech savvy, or you want to push yourself and challenge yourself to go more paperless, uh, Trello also has an app on the phone that you can use on the phone. Um I mean, I paid thirty thousand dollars to learn that system. You know, it's kind of, <laughs> kind, of fa- kind of fascinating. I, I, we hired a productivity project management consultant who came in and basically taught us how to use Trello. I mean, that was basically what they did. Um, you, you know, and uh, and our team still using it to this day. You know, we use a combination of Slack for communication within our team, and then Trello for our mm-hmm. our kind of you know admin and and. Uh, you know, our, our, our project management stuff, but there's, you know, there are tools that you can use that will keep you on track. And I just showed you a real simple one. Um, Mm -hmm. and, uh, whether it's, whether it's paper and pen, whether it's one of these, uh, Trello or, you know, planners out here, there's other ones, notion there's base camp. We just, we just like Trello. Um, you, you can you can get organized and you can uh, create checklist and you can you you know you can you can use a calendar this is another thing using a calendar um, is has been huge for me Zeb because me if it's not on my calendar it's not doesn't happen if it's not booked into my calendar and I've got a couple of different people my wife and I share a calendar we we share a family calendar on our on our phone. We, uh, we, I have a calendar, I have a calendar that, and you can sort of see for me, um, the, the, the red stuff, I can see my wife's calendar. The red stuff is stuff that's specific to me. The blue stuff is family stuff. The, 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 the orange or the, the, uh, yellow stuff is my wife's stuff. So now I can see my entire day, at least the things that I absolutely know are scheduled and planned. I can see that right here every single day, right? And if my wife wants to book something on there, she can. Um, I do the same thing. I do the same thing with a Google Calendar. I do the same exact thing. I take it from the planner. I make sure it's on my calendar. That way I know. No, I, I tell my wife, don't plan nothing on my hours. I won't plan yes. nothing on yours. Yes. So we're, we're, we're open and transparent, but I do the same thing with the calendar. It's that's, that's a game changer. It's now with, changer. with Trello, uh, I came from the IT space. So I am used to hand dealing with global teams across, uh, many different time zones, many different people and Trello worked really well. Well, not really Trello. We used other systems, but yeah. systems like that work really well when you got a team. But yeah. for myself, I, when I first came into this, I had a hard time doing it for myself because yeah, you almost have to be creative and and how you're going to set up your your lanes sure. and and move the stuff across. And I just found it was a lot easier to take that and put it on paper. And then you know I, I have a journal as well that I carry. Mm-hmm. Uh, and in that journal, every day I have a to do list, and I transfer that from my planner sometimes from my journal into my planner, so vice versa. 
but I'll do a, I'll do a to-do list. And every morning I look at that to-do list from yesterday and anything that I had on the top, usually the top three to five are my high priority list. And that yeah. top three to five, if I didn't hit those, they moved to the top of the list the next day. And I just keep working on that same list. And I use it, you know, I just check it off. I put a little check box there and check it off. It works the same way with Trello, but it's yeah. just a lot easier for me. I don't know. I don't know why, because I came from the tech space, but paper and yeah, pencil just works. It's interesting. Everybody has to find their own, their own, process. That yep. is really important to take away from this conversation. We're just trying to give you a couple of different examples. He gave you the, Absolutely. you know, the tech guy gave you the, the pencil and paper and the ex construction worker gave <laughs> you the Trello. So it, it, there's no rhyme or reason nope. to this. It's what do you feel comfortable with? You could use your notepad, uh, in on your, if you have a Mac, I don't know what PC, but they have notes and, and, and I have, I have, I have, uh, I use notes as well. I've got actually a to-do list going right now in yeah. my, in my notes. Right. Um, so it, you know, it, it, there's, there's, uh, and this is, this is, you know, this is kind of my current to-do list. You know, there's a, there's an element with me of, of, of switching things up sometimes. Um, you know, I'll use my notes. I'll use, you know, very, I'll, I, there was one, there was one month that I was using sticky pads and the bottom of my computer had nothing but sticky pads. I give myself <laughs> a little bit of a leniency there in terms of my, how I create my to-do list, but definitely putting things down, uh, on a list and, and then try and then prioritizing. One of the things that I found really important is also asking myself, what's the one big thing I need to get done today that if I got this done would make today a success. Yes. Yes, absolutely. I do that too. I do day and week. So I do that yeah. same thing too. I, I, I absolutely. Yep. And, and you know, the, like I, I want to ask a couple of questions and then we'll, we'll wrap up one, mm -hmm. one question is um, one question is how do you know what you need to do in terms of like, if obviously you already have a bit of a baseline, so you kind of know, this sort of action, this many emails, this many videos, et cetera, you know, will typically be the consistency I need to take to be able to hit X amount of dollars. Mm -hmm. um, how, how, do, how would someone create that baseline? How would you, how would you recommend that somebody, you know, could, could first create the baseline? Because I, I think I would be thinking if I was new, well, I, I don't even know yeah, yeah. how many emails to write or what, or my list is so small or whatever. So how did you begin that sort of, I guess, Great determining question. what your baseline was in the beginning? Great question. And 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 that's one, one thing I struggled with when I was doing this as a side hustle. So uh, I always tell people, don't focus at the beginning. You can't really focus on the money. You got to focus on creating the foundation and creating content. You create content and all of a sudden the money comes. Okay. So you, do, you don't even, I mean, it's okay to have goals. I want to hit X amount every month or every week or every day. But at first you really don't know where to go. You're, you, you've never, you may have made, you know, 30 bucks or hundred bucks here and there, but you really have no clue of where to start. So, so where you start is, okay, let me, I need to create one YouTube video a week, uh, send out two to three emails a week. I need to do post on social media, uh, 
learn some new skill every day to, to get out of that comfort zone. So these are the type of things you got to think of so you can build that baseline. So you got to create, you got to be a creator, you got to be a doer and get out of the, the, I know, I know it, everybody loves money. Okay. But you have to pull yourself away from chasing the money and just pro, producing content and the money will follow. Once, once you start seeing, okay, I realized that this month, I've done one YouTube video every week and this many things. And you just got to track. Maybe you track every week of your, your activities and you start to see, you know, it takes time. I always tell people, you know, don't don't think it's going to happen overnight. Take 60 to 90 days and kind of just track your progress because tracking is is where most people coming into this space fail. They don't track. They're just all over the place. Just like we said at the beginning, you're, you're just running around, you're doing things, but you don't know what for. You just have to make sure you focus on one video a week, two videos a week, whatever that that magic thing is, and just produce. And once you yeah. start producing, you'll become you'll be able to see a baseline. Okay, you'll say, okay, I did this for thirty days, and I actually made five hundred bucks. So let me see if I can tweak this a little bit. Maybe I need to put three videos and and four emails or whatever that that magic spot is. But that's where I started, yeah. uh, and it took it probably took me six months to get get a grasp of what I was doing. This is, you got to think of long, long game uh, and, and not think of like giving up after 30 days or 60 days or 90 days. Yeah. And Justin, you asked tracking as an analytics. I mean, we're not sure it's important to try to add tracking to your marketing if you can, but at the end of the day, what we really mean is track the activities that you're doing. So if I made a thousand dollars, in a month and and I've tracked what I've done every day, I can look back and say, okay, I made 10 YouTube videos this month. I sent 10 emails. I did XYZ and this equaled $1,000 a month. Now I can go back and eventually after so long you could, or even after the first month, you could hopefully track back to where that money came from and that will eventually help lead your focus to doing more of what's working. But in the beginning, when you're trying to create the baseline of this is sort of going to be my daily routine, it's important to, as you're, you know, to, as Zeb said, try to consistently do content creation in a channel or two, right? Meaning maybe it's YouTube and TikTok and email, right? Those are sort of, I'm, I'm, I'm posting content on YouTube in TikTok. I'm driving that traffic to a landing page to get them onto my list. And then, so those are sort of my three activities is TikTok, YouTube, and email. And for a lot of affiliate marketers, that is their daily sort of, those are their activities. Those are their income producing activities. So if those are my three income producing activities, and in the first month, I sort of just threw a bunch of spaghetti at the wall and it produced $1,000 in commissions. If, if I've tracked what I've done every day, then I can go back and I can say, okay, this amount of, this is now my baseline. This amount of activity created $1,000 in commissions. And now what I can do is figure out how I can do more, how I can, or, or how can I focus more on what's working? Right. Yes. So those are sort of the two. How can I either scale up or how can I cut things out that aren't working and do more of what is working? Zeb, would you say that 
would you would you add anything to that or do 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 we feel that that part is complete because my yeah, last yeah. and final question is what do you do if you don't if things don't go as planned somebody asked this in the comments yep. and you, you you sit down you do get on a rabbit hole uh, you, 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 you didn't sleep good last night and you're, and you're just not focused. You, you just dislike everything that you created that day, whatever you be an extra critical on yourself, but just the day went to shit. W what do you do? You just, you, you keep moving forward. Uh, I always tell people that that's why I meditate in the mornings, right? Because that gives me a baseline to start my day. I, I try not to, you know, you're going to have up update. You're going to have uh, what we called it in the professional world was you, you're going to be on top of the mountain. Then you're going to be in the pit of despair. You're going to spend most of your time in the pit of despair, right? That you're going to be on top of the mountain. You might have a thousand hour day. You're like, yes. But then the next seven, 10 days, you're like not doing nothing, but you're doing the same things. And then, but your, your, your goal is to get up out of this pit of despair as fast as possible. That's why you need daily routines. That's why you need maybe pick up you know, running or some kind of something to take your mind off the, the moon, the, the, the task of the day that you're getting stuck in. So that, that's, that's how I get myself out of the, the gutter. And I've been doing this for a long, I, I've been doing that routine for a long time. So I tend not to pay too much attention. Now I do get upset when I lose a bunch of money in some ads or something like that. But, you know, at the end of the day, that's part of the game. And, you just got to move, move forward. You can't let the little things bother you. You just got to say, okay, I had a bad week. This didn't work this week. Maybe let me try it again. Maybe I did something wrong or maybe it was just an off week. And, and just, just, that's why I say you got to write things down. You got to track it. And like you said, you don't have to get analytical, but at the beginning, just track, you know, I did this, this, and this, then you can start getting anal more analytical tracking links and all this kind of stuff to see where your money's coming from and it's hard to scale when you go organic. I can tell you that. Uh, but once you start getting a paid advertising, then you can start to scale. You can, you know, you can start opening up the floodgates. Okay, this ad's working. Let me pump a bunch of money, and you, you'll start seeing more income. But you know, it's it's it it's all trial and error. And every single person I've talked to, they do something a little different, and nobody's the same. So everybody has their own little magic piece. Yeah. Uh, you just got to find your magic, but you got to be. Like I said, you got to be disciplined, consistent, and take daily action. Those, those, that's the winning formula, guys. If you're paying attention, discipline, which is like having a plan every day, consistency, doing it every single day, and just taking action on what you're learning and kind of being outside your comfort zone. I always go to, I always go to bed thinking, did I do anything today that made me uncomfortable? And when I say, okay, I didn't do nothing uncomfortable. Why didn't I do anything uncomfortable? Maybe I, I just wasn't in that mode that day, but I always ask myself that question. And I learned that from a mentor uh, many years ago that I used to have. And he would every, every like bi-weekly we'd have meetings. He'd be like, okay, are you comfortable doing what you're doing? And he never wanted you to say yes. He wanted you to say no. Cause that was, that meant you were learning, you were being stretched. You were stepping outside your comfort zone and learning new skills. So try not to be comfortable and, and you'll, you'll, you'll begin to win. You'll begin to win. It might just take time. We all start, at the same starting line. It's just like a marathon. You start a starting line, bang goes off. We start running. Some people run across that thing really fast. Some, some people finish really slow, but at the end we all get this medal and you just got to focus, compare your, don't compare your journey to any of our journeys. Uh, just 
just plan for yourself and focus on what you did yesterday. And are you doing something more to improve yourself than what you were yesterday? That's it. Love it, brother. Love it. Well, you can follow Zeb, uh, tap into his content, continue to learn from him. Uh, pretty much any platform that I've seen, it's just at Zeb Summers. Uh, you can go to his TikTok, uh, TikTok at Zeb Summers. So, um, you know, it's great to have you back on, brother. And I'm, 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 you know, if you continue to be willing to come back on and share your journey, we're going to keep asking because uh, yep. every time it's a great conversation, my brother. So take care, uh, be well, stay safe. Um, looking forward to 2021. Uh, you know, hopefully we all continue to prosper, uh, at least the, the uh, those of us who are online. And then uh, hopefully we, we, uh, we can, you know, have a different year because this year has been crazy, but it's yes. also been, been good for so many of us because we've been able to do new things and you, you know, starting full-time online and, you know, so that's, that's another kind of interesting thing about, uh, online marketing entrepreneurship is, is, uh, whether things are up or down in the world, uh, we still, you know, can, can not just survive, but thrive. And it's cool to kind of hear that update about your, your, uh, your, your life and your story. So keep up the great Absolutely. work, my brother, and thanks for coming on and we'll talk to you soon. All right. Thank you, Dave. Thank you. All right. Take brother. care. See you, man. All right, my friends. Uh, yeah, it, gosh, another good conversation, another good uh, interview with somebody who is, um, you know, who is who is doing the deal, and that's a beautiful thing to see. Um, if you guys want text message reminders, so you can be reminded when we go live, uh, we'll put a little uh, number up on the screen here, and you can text W U L right there on the screen to that number, 813-296-8553, W-U-L to that number on your screen, and you can get a little text message reminder every time we go live. And we'll see you guys back here tomorrow for Wake Up Legendary. Be well, be legendary, and we'll talk to you later. Bye-bye.